Hello, good evening. Sorry to interrupt you all this evening. Thank you so much for coming here to Sketch. Uh, uh, this evening we have a fantastic talk as part of the Creative Talk series here. Uh, it's a series that happens uh, one talk once a month. Uh, this is the, the second talk of the autumn season. My name is Max Fraser. I'm, I'm responsible for curating this evening's talk. Um, I'm delighted to welcome uh, Camille Walala. Walala la la la. Walala la. And Rhonda Drakeford. Now, Camille is, uh, I asked her, how shall I introduce you tonight? And she said, well, I'm kind of like a multifaceted designer. Well, geez, what does that mean? Um, I mean, Camille, you do kind of a bit of, a bit of everything, a bit of product, uh, interiors, painting entire buildings. You might have seen a building she painted over in Shoreditch at Old Street. Um, I think it's fair to say that Camille is definitely not afraid of colour, although you haven't got much colour on tonight. Colour and certainly pattern. Now... With her is Rhonda Drakeford. Rhonda is the co-founder of Darkroom, this fantastic uh, design store over in, uh, what would you call it, Bloomsbury, um, on uh, Lambs Conduit Street. It's been open for a few years. Now, th these two worked together um, during that, uh, what, three years ago, Camille did a uh, window display as part of the London Design Festival, and they've become great friends. So we thought, well, what better to get the two of them together this evening, get them talking, get them talking about colour, uh, although I like to think of Rhonda as not being so massively into colour, a little bit more black and white. But something they do have in common is certainly pattern. Um, uh, anyway, this is going to go on for about 45 minutes. Uh, they're going to just talk. It's quite a casual affair. Uh, at the end of that time, uh, you're, of course, welcome to stay here for some more drinks. Um, so I'm going to hand over to Rhonda and Camille. Please welcome them. for me when uh, Max contacted me like a few like a month ago and he said oh would you like to come and do like a, a conversation I wasn't quite sure what it was about and I was just for me I mean I just like give a thought and I just thought like the, actually the best person I would like to do a conversation with will be Honda because I think she um, represents, I don't know, like, I think we've got like some really strong similarity in our taste. And I think we come at almost, we, we, a few times we've been talking about it and we always say like, we probably came from the same school or I don't know, like we just seems like to have the same interest. Um, it could be like from the Memphis design, which has been quite popular at the moment, but also all of the African tribe. And I think, uh, yeah, so I thought, I don't know where this conversation is going to go into, but I think it would yeah. be kind of nice start um, to yeah, talk so about pattern. No, it was a real pleasure to be asked, Camille, honestly, because um, we, we did meet kind of accidentally about three years ago. Um, we came in touch with each other because of our work. I'd seen, I went into XOYO, the club that you did the decor for in, um, in Shoreditch, and just was sat there thinking, who did this? This is amazing. And then luckily you write your name on your work. Yeah. So um, I think I found your email and contacted you then. And um, there was a mutual appreciation from the start, which was which was really nice. And um, we were lucky enough to work together. I commissioned you to do dark rooms yeah. window, and we worked on a season together. Um, I think for me, at the time, it was it was really good because um, I just finished university. I think I'd, yeah, I just finished university, and I was doing textile mostly. Like, but I was doing my own pattern. I was doing my small collection of like printed textile. Um, and I just like, I, when, I think that was pretty much at the time you opened your shop. And for me, that was like a massive, uh, I don't know, that was the best shop in London. I just absolutely love what you were doing. And I just like, I always wanted to contact you and just to try maybe to do something in your shop. Um, and I didn't. And then 
Um, yeah, and then anyway, I did XOYO nightclub, and I remember you contacting me, and I thought that was like a, almost like a spam. It was like too good to be true. Yeah, like it's so funny. From you. It's that really weird feeling when you when you you're doing your thing, and then um, you suddenly discover that someone else has been doing this something in a parallel dimension to you that's quite similar, and part of you is kind of like you have a slight jealousy of like, oh my god, I wish I'd done that, and then yeah. but actually it was really nice because we came together and worked together, and and our work is similar but different as well, so that there's never we kind of work next yeah. to it. It's really lovely. It's, it's a rare thing, I think. I think, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think, like, like people, like, always, like, like recently, like, people asking me, like, oh, why um, Honda is... I mean, like, why do they use, like, men, why do they... Why are they so involved in Memphis, desi Memphis design? And I think it's almost like we were... I don't know, like, I just feel like we loved this movement of the 80s pattern for years, and you were there, too, and it's like almost we just want to move... I don't know. Yeah, I, I think for me, um, in terms of where we got to, where now this Memphis thing is a real trend, and, and I know we're constantly interviewed about it um, to the point of, um, you know, we're getting slightly tired of it. But I think our journey into that was quite a similar thing. I know we've both been into, um, I've explored kind of African, that's such a big term, but um, pattern and textiles and artwork, and we've both been really interested in that for a really long time. And then we both know as well that um, Natalie de Pasquier, one of the main kind of Memphis members, she spent a lot of time in Africa in the yeah, 70s. Yeah. And so they were looking at the same things that we're looking at now. And so for us, that progression from that to this has been quite natural. Yeah. And I suppose when a trend then starts, whether you've been part of kicking that off or not, mm. it's, it's interesting to um, where people have come, what angle they're coming from in that. And I guess we've come from a singer, similar angle because yeah. of the uh, interest in, in that, first of all. I think, I don't know, I just for me, like the, I think for YouTube, like the eight, obviously it has a massive influence, but we, I'm just trying to, I hope like we know, I mean, I, I know you're not, and I just I don't think I am too, but like you almost, you don't want to replicate. You're just trying to kind of like understand what they do, like, I don't know, like understand the style and just pushing it to try to obviously get influence from it, but try to yeah. come up with our own style, I guess, which is, You have yeah. to own your own, you ha I mean, we, every, everybody is referencing everything, but yeah. you have to make your own thing from it. And um, for me, the African thing has been an interesting journey because you, there's part of you that worries that you'll be accused of pillaging uh, something yeah. that isn't yours. Um, but I, I'm also quite interested in the fact that, um, you know, there's, there's been cross-pollination for so long. So, for example, I've been collecting African wax print. It was yeah. termed African wax print fabrics, but actually it originated in Holland and it was on its way to yeah. Indonesia and, it's, and it was stopped off in um, the kind of the ports of, of Africa, the west coast of Africa, and, and came on land there and became a bigger thing there than ever in Indonesia. Mm, yeah. So there's always been this kind of European back and Brilliant, forth, yeah. back and forth. And the same with the Endebelli tribe that we love. Yeah. It was, their work was black and brown and white. It was using natural materials until about the 20s, until Bring paint girls, came yeah. in from Europe, and then it became bright colours. So there's this to and fro, to and fro, and, and then now we're kind of part of that kind of chain in a way which is it's really lovely and then yeah. everybody kind of does their own thing from I think, that i think it was nice like uh, again like and billy i kind of like knew the style and i remember coming actually to listen one of your talk um i think it was david david the designer was organizing a talk in his shop oh, yeah. i don't know if you remember and you did a talk about the african tribes and i went there and i remember and obviously you talk about all of these tribes which i kind of knew but i, di I couldn't but i didn't know the name of the Nbele style and it was such a massive revelation for me it was really nice to um i don't know it just talked so much to me like i just find that fascinating the way they paint on their house and yeah bringing like some so 
amazing bright color, but just by the fact also they kind of like uh, almost like uh, break it with a black line. I just yeah, just like this this style really talked to me, and it was just like and I think since then it's been like definitely like a massive influence to my work, and I think I've been doing a lot of like um, I mean it was really nice to do like it's really nice to do like textile for me like doing like that's how I started like doing really small scale and on cushion or on purse, but. I just saw this is not it. I just felt a bit like this. Is, I just was a bit frustrating. Also, I'm not really good at m selling myself or marketing. So like when I had to do my own production, I don't know. I couldn't really sell it myself. But um, so yeah, eventually when I had the opportunity to do like bigger scale, that was just like to see the same pattern become bigger. Like pretty much like this woman's doing in Africa was really I don't know re really rewarding. And every time I see, I mean obviously you got your shop and you do you do smaller scale. But we had this conversation before. So I, for you, I just really want like when you do like bigger scale or big project, I think it's amazing and it'd be really nice to, for you to see. I'd, I'd love to see more of your own work on bigger scale. I think that will that's just yeah. I think it works so yeah yeah. Well. I think that's it's it's always you know we we always wanted to keep interested in what we're doing yeah. and you want you want to using and working different mediums and different scales is is always interesting and, mm. and it, things happen by accident because of that as well and actually a question i wanted to ask you yeah. was how do you do the big buildings like yeah. how do you actually physically do that how does that do you project on them first yeah, that's or because we had this conversation before with my friend julia just like we i don't know, like uh, i guess you scale everything uh, yeah everything is i mean like the building like, was actually quite easy because i took the measurement of the building and i kind of uh, I knew it was 15 meters long, and like it was like I don't know, like for example, one meter. So I, everything was like um, 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 measurements, which was yeah. yeah. So I kind of follow the instruction, and I, and it's good. The way I, de I design is good because everyone actually is. My design is really simple, so everyone can come and help and and just follow the instruction I was uh, giving, which is yeah, just pretty much like doing. Uh, and how do you map it out on the building? Because it's um, is it literally a case of drawing it and then you paint in or? Yeah, so just like uh, yeah, so I kind of knew the building was 50 meter high, and my. Uh, the degree, like I was using, was 40, 40 person. I don't know. You say 40 degree, um, and then from that, like all of my lines were quite. I mean, I just, I just wanted to make something quite simple because I knew we didn't have, and we couldn't spend too much time doing it. So we kind of like took us like probably eight days, but. Um, but that simplicity works, doesn't yeah, it? So it's more all, powerful yeah. because of that. But I, I guess when you're working up close on something that is to be viewed from a distance makes it quite difficult as well because you until you get down off the cherry picker or however yeah, it's been done see. then and step back to the other side of the road it's it's quite yeah, a convoluted it, process in a way yeah i think this building I was, I yeah i think like uh, I, obviously when you work on your computer and if you do like a mock-up that's usually how i work like i will just like take pictures of the building and just like work work uh, like on photoshop or on illustrator and um and just make pattern straight on the building until i find something that i like and i mean for this building it was um because I mean, it was kind of the which I really love actually with this project was like the restriction of the building. It was not like a plain canvas where you do whatever you want. Like actually, I had windows and I had like metallic parts which I couldn't really do anything on. So like the the limitation of the of the building was actually make me come with this uh, design. And I really like to work with volume and and try to give some dynamism in the in the. But like that's what I wanted to try to achieve with this building. And for a long time, because I had this opportunity, I really wanted to do something good, but I just, just couldn't think of anything. So I kind of like left this project for a while. And then uh, eventually I did something I really like. And yeah, and just like it, like the dynamic, I think worked really well. But also the fact I knew when I show, sometimes when I show my design uh, to people on the computer, it's like, it's just really simple. And it's like, oh, is it maybe too simple? But actually I know, like now I do know, like, you, I mean, I wouldn't really notice until the end, but when I finish actually to paint the design, it actually most of the time looks, yeah, I'm really yeah. happy with that because actually the simplicity make it work. 
And uh, so with the, the building in Old Street, that was self-initiated. But then you also work for clients. You, have, you work for Facebook, yeah. all sorts of people, and small independents too. How does that work? Do you get a brief, or is it generally complete creative freedom to do whatever yeah, you want? Yeah, I've been lucky, actually. Like People are just usually asking me to do whatever I want. I'm not really good at working with briefs, to be honest. Like when they, like Sometimes I get a bit comfy. I don't know. I just uh, Most of the time, it's been nice, because people just, yeah, kind of... I mean, obviously, I give them few options, and... Um, like converse. So you give them like like this. You can have this, this, or this. Yeah, or is yeah, it yeah. more like this is what you're having? Oh, now what I do because I've got quite a bit of a, uh, I've got a good amount of work. So like I just tell them I say actually, what do you like in my work that you maybe want me to go into? And I mean, um, like the thing is like at the moment like I could just feel like I've got so much work. I mean I've got quite a lot of projects, so it's like I don't really have much time to. Uh, uh, regenerate. I don't know. I just don't have much time to kind of explore, and I just feel like I'm, yeah, I don't have a victim I, of your own success. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. I just keep on doing the, not the same, but it just I just really want to have a bit of time to kind of work on some new style or or just pushing it a bit more. Uh, but yeah, and it's funny because uh, yeah, some people just like converse. For example, they I well, they kind of told me a few uh, things they liked, and I kind of was really happy because I come with something complete. I give them two, three options, and. Um, and I just like I did two, and I spent quite a lot of time on the two first one. I was really happy with them, and then I, oh, I'm just going to do a quick one, uh, the third one, really quickly. And that's the one they choose. And I know like, I just wanted them. Sometimes to do those them. are the best, yeah. though, aren't they? The ones that took five minutes. And yeah, then, I mean, I don't I know, because really it's happy. like a, I don't know. You just put stuff out of, you just get it down, and yeah. then sometimes those things are the are the best. I think the first thing like, you put down. I mean, actually, I was happy at the end when we did it. It was actually quite nice, but it's almost like you don't want to be. Sometimes when people are creative, sometimes you do, you know, like you just, you get your style and and just what people want is just always the same and I just really I just and that's a bit what's happening now with the 80s and Memphis and I mean it's good because I'm I'm aware like I've been working for 10 years and like uh, uh, finding my style and I love yeah and since 10 years I've always been influenced by Memphis design and I just know now like well, we had a bit of a pre-conversation before but I was almost like from for me doing this design week I'm just gonna push it just I'm gonna like like yeah do like a final so your final, final push yeah just <laughs> final push on the 80s because I think Ultimately, I don't really want to be in the trend. I don't really want to kind of follow. Um, I just like it's, it's so funny because I was I was recently interviewed by Dazine for um, yeah. and they kind of sort of shoehorned a project that we'd done into the Memphis look and it wasn't anything about that. Yeah. But then he was talking about this thing called Pomo and I was like, what the fuck is yeah, Pomo? Pomo yeah. And then it was postmodernism and it's oh, like yeah. they've already reduced it to a, oh, this okay. thing and so I was like, it's time to move on. <laughs> oh, it really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm only part of this Pomo. No, <laughs> no, Pomo. <laughs> yeah, good to know. But I think we're both, it's funny, and also I had lunch with Monica from Sight Unseen, who have also been quite pioneers mm. in, in that look. Yeah. And she says the same thing, that's all they get sent now is this kind of watered-down version of it, and it's becoming yeah. quite mainstream. And it's frustrating that you kind of have to turn away from something you love because yeah, that it's for become me big. Yeah, for me it was kind of weird because I mean, obviously I didn't come with this, with this, this I mean, like, my influence was from them, but like, because at the time it was not many people I knew were doing it, so I just like, and people like thought that was my style, which was not obviously just mine, but like it was, just, and then when now it's starting to be trendy, I kind of felt like I just kind of losing a little bit my identity. Obviously that's not mine because Natalie Dupasky and everyone were there, but it just like, you all, as a creative, you always have to come up with some kind of, New concept, and I was just thinking, uh, what what's next? I mean, obviously, I, love, I still love African tribes, and but it's like I don't know. I just find it a bit difficult, especially now. I think with the internet and all of this kind of like um, in information you always get, like everyone can start to follow the same. Yeah, uh, I think it's the fact the fact that it has got so big, and so, so you know, you you kind of start getting bored yourself. You yeah. can't help it, and um, I think in a way it pushes you. You want something else. You want something the opposite. And yeah, I guess, yeah, and the yeah. way I guess that postmodernism it means what. 
what's after what came before, isn't mm, it? It's, yeah. So it's kind of like what's going to be post postmodern is yeah. going to be quite interesting. I imagine it's going to be much more organic. But yeah, exactly what we were talking about, and it's true because you, we we yeah we, when we talked before, like you were saying, like you were starting to do a bit more organic and you want to go a bit more to see more of the messy and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, I'm a, and I'm a bit just, and I mean I was still kind of like the. I mean, like, yeah, kind of like geometric, but I, I used to do a lot of, I mean, I do a bit of street art, and I remember, like, I went to Australia, like, few, uh, like two years ago, and uh, one of my friends is much more, I mean, he does, like, a street art, like, he, I mean, we did spray paint, but he was, like, really free, and me, I'm, like, I was there with my ruler, and he was, like, and I just feel, at the same time, I feel really frustrated, because I just want to go, like, free, but, like, I'm not quite there yet, I just want to, yeah. You want to colour outside of the lines for once. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, mm. like, it's not really, yeah, it's a I mean, it's, I, I just love the, the the end when you just take the tape out, basically like control, I don't know, a bit control freak, I guess. I just it would be nice to have a bit more. Yeah, free. no, I like a straight line. <laughs> yeah, I kind yeah, of, same. My dad was in the army, and I was brought up in an army base, and I think that's it. I just love a straight <laughs> yeah. line and a grid, but yeah. it's quite nice to break those yeah, no. every now and again as well. We will get there. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of fighting yourself in a way, but just because you just want to see what's out there and challenge yourself yeah. a bit more. And I think it's like for me, it's just like, it's almost like. Um, I remember when you when you were uni, just like all of my pattern was really it's, it's just I put a lot on my design and and I think more and more you practice. I mean, I, I just I just feel like now like when people were saying less is more. I, mean, I don't know I don't know if I'm there yet, but you know when they say less is more, and I'm like, mm, like I don't even quite understand <laughs> it. But like now it's like you know when you just like do your design, it's actually this is this is enough, and you feel confident enough to to leave it like but that. It's, it's, bold, it's a bold statement in itself, isn't yeah. it? Being really minimal, but. It scares me, I think, <laughs> but um, yeah, let's see what happens next, though, yeah. on that. Yes. I don't know, is it 45 <laughs> minutes yet? <laughs> I have to jump in and ask you, because you just told me something at the bar before. Yeah. I didn't know your name wasn't actually Camille <laughs> yeah. Walala, yeah. and the story of how you got that name is really good. Yeah. So you have to people, yeah, My, my real name it. is like a really French, like Vic Dupont, and I'm like, I mean... It's fine. I mean, obviously, it's fine. But like years ago, like my, I was working in a cafe. I was in London. It was just the beginning of Hotmail, and um, I came back from working in a restaurant. And my ex-boyfriend at the time just like uh, said, "Oh, just create your uh, email account." And I said, "Okay." And he said, "It's Camille Walala." And I said, "Camille Walala." And he said, "Yeah, because the first time I saw you, I was like Walala." <laughs> <laughs> You should give him some money for that, I think. Oh, yeah. Lisa Print, yeah. cushion maybe, cushion, notebook. But that, so that is quite interesting though about your past and I've, I've always been interested actually in, in where you came from, where you were brought up and your yeah. your schooling and you know, what, what from your past kind of is still there in your in your work now? Was um, there any influences? Yeah, I think, that, I mean, I grew up like, uh, so in France, but my, my dad is from Paris and my mom from south of France and they divorced when I was two years old. So my mom went back and she's from like a farmer family. So we came back to south of France when I was two and I grew up in a village where like 300 people, uh, like really tiny. And then I just went back to, I just, and I just always, try, I was quite like a chubby teenager trying to wear some crazy outfit, but like doesn't really go very well in, in France. Like you try to wear different clothes and I don't know, I just say, yeah, I just, it was quite difficult for, for me and it was, um, and yeah, so I grew up with my mom where it's like, yeah, so like in Provence, like all of the house were like painted with like bright colors and a lot of African pattern as well. And when I go to my dad, and that's the thing, like, I think someone actually mentioned, like, say, at the moment, like, all of the people, like, start to work again with the 80s, like, we grew up, we grown up with the 80s. So my dad, I remember when I was eight, in the 80s, I was, like, probably, like, 10, 15, I don't know, but, um, and so my dad was the opposite, and my mom, he's got, like, really, he's an architect, and all of his house is, like, really minimal, 
and like if you had a few nice pieces of furniture coming from the 80s, yeah. um, which is really nice. So I think I didn't quite realize at the time, and it's like only when I came in London and it took me a long time to kind of go back to his study because I think I was, yeah, didn't really know what I was doing. I just tried different, yeah, just did a lot of different jobs and came in London. I couldn't speak English, so I just um, learned English for a while and just work in restaurants, which I quite like. Um, and then I can't remember what we talked How long about. have you been here in, in London? Uh, 17 years. Oh, okay, yeah. so a while. You're a yeah. native now. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, I just, I just belong. I just, for me, like, London is definitely, like, I wouldn't go back to France. I think I really like in London. Is it just the city or a city in general, or do you do particularly London that yeah, you like? London, I don't think I will. Yeah, I just, I just love the, yeah, the, I don't know, like the culture and like the fact is, yeah, just for me it was just, because at the time I couldn't really, it was only like a way, like I just love dressing up and I just come here and no one actually care about what you do or, you know, how you dress up. And I never actually experimented that anywhere else before. I think London for that is an amazing city and I think, yeah, from that I just learned to love Yeah, it's pretty hard to be here, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, definitely. Um, but you travel a lot as well. You kind of you're off to Australia soon. You've got some commissions out there, and yeah, it's you, seem quite, to, it's quite you seem to have quite an active. I'm stuck in a shop, and yeah. I, I just look at your Instagram and be like, yeah. wanderlust. Yeah, no, it's, it's I think that yeah, I've been lucky because I think um, the thing with what I do is like you don't really need to bring any because when I was yeah for me like when I was making project and I was pretty crap at it so I, I was making like 100 cushion and I couldn't sell them so they're all on my bed and just like I stuck them all I just and I just like, I kind of this doesn't yeah it doesn't really work for me but now it's the, the, I, I think it's nice to be able to go go and paint and you just like buy I don't know I just I don't I don't need much belonging with me just like you can work pretty much f for, yeah everywhere you want and I think like for me Instagram has been an amazing um uh, way to show my work. I think it's just um, you get commissions through Instagram. Everything is come from Instagram really? now. Wow. Yeah, I think it's just like every every people kind of yeah my my website. I haven't really put anything on my website for like a year, but like I think everything is on the Instagram, and I just because I don't know for me I think social media could be a really good way to show your work. But I did I hate. Uh, Twitter, what is it, Twitter or Facebook is not. I mean, it's where I think for me uh, Instagram. I just really like the taking pictures and just like create your, like show what you like and um, and so I think, yeah. yeah your work is so Instagrammable, like whenever we post about you, it gets the biggest hits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it really works in that small scale, yeah. reduced as well as being yeah, big. Yeah, I think, but for you it's the same, like I don't know, I just really like when I saw your Instagram, I just really liked like all of the, when you come, when you put some on the architect or you know, like, or like some kind of, it's nice to kind of share your, obviously your it's, interest. It's more rounded, isn't it? It's not, um, it's not the hard sell and, and we made that decision quite early on that, we didn't just want it to be about our products. It needs to be about yeah. the, the kind of everything around it, the context and where we're coming from or what we like exactly. and, and just a bit looser, really. And I think that's why people like it because it isn't hard sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's entertaining and it's informative and all those things. And I think, yeah, I think again, like I just like, I really like what you, like all of the, I think you introduced me to some, yeah, yeah some African um, uh, house or is or I can see the same similarity like place I'd love to go like I can't remember the one in Spain you know like the one in Alicante no, the pink oh, Ricardo yeah yeah um, there's the, the kind of stepped buildings yeah that's an amazing one but but are, no no hold on I know I forgot yeah, yeah, it's, it's no. the pressure of being on the stage yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a good um, but I think that's it you kind of um, your influences come from all over the place and it's kind of nice to talk about those and so that thing about like. just to go back to that Memphis thing quickly it's 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 almost unfair to kind of pigeonhole 
either of us has just been that because I know we both have so many different things and we kind of we pull pluck things from all, all over the place yeah, and yeah and I think it's just nice to hopefully like not to yeah copy and paste uh, like a style but just yeah from all of your influence you like just come up with your own yeah. um, style I guess yes your version yeah of now yeah I <laughs> don't know what else to say. <laughs> oh, question. How did you start into big buildings? How did I start as a big building? Yeah, how did that happen? Well, it's just like, uh, again, like it was someone following me on Instagram, and like this, um, uh, this woman just contacted me on Instagram, and she said, oh, my husband just starting to rent this um, building for his company, and um, would you be interested to paint it? So, well, like, yeah, definitely. I mean, that was what, that's definitely one of my dream projects, was, like, painting on a big scale. Especially, like, for me, I really want to get involved in, like, um, like uh, the ugliest, the better. Like, if, if it's, like, a, like an awful building, I would love to kind of, like, take the challenge and kind of bring some colors. And this one was pretty ugly, actually, to start with. So it was kind of nice to... Um, to, yeah, they, they offered that to me. But so like, it, uh, it took me a long time. I just I felt the pressure to make to do something really good. So I didn't, I put them on the side. I just know how to give them a proposal, but I didn't really do, do it for a while. And then eventually I showed them some, um, some design and they say, oh yeah, that's great. We're gonna show that to, our, to the owner of the building. I'm sure it'll be fine. And then they contacted me two weeks later. I said, oh, actually we're sorry, but we've been approached by an um, advertising agency to put like a big uh, banner in front of the building. And we're gonna get ten thousand pound a month, so like yeah, fair enough. So like I just like so yeah, the building didn't and it was like maybe like last September or October, so it was getting quite cold anyway. So it was like anyway, left left uh, I was a bit gutted but left it left it left it there. And then maybe in February I went back um in front of the building and it was still nothing there. And then I was in I was in Australia, so I contacted the woman and I said, Oh, what's going on with your building? Is it nothing happening and I said well the advertising is probably happening in September so maybe we should try to do it I said yeah just let's do it and then it was nice because she her husband said okay well we got like a certain amount of I mean they had 2,000 pounds and they say you we've got 2,000 pounds for you to paint but you need to find a team and so I just put in a put like a ad on Instagram just ask people if every if some people would like to come and help me to paint um, the building and I had like 80 people contact. Yeah, I had so many people actually replied, and I just had to choose like few of them. But it was yeah, it was the best project, and it was like the best week in April. Uh, we actually didn't even ask to cancel, so we just did it. The landlord still doesn't know about it, so <laughs> maybe he's not gonna notice. I don't know. I think it might be worth <laughs> a bit more now with your art yeah, on the outside of it. I don't know, but yeah, no, it was yeah, it was a good uh, good project. Yeah, I just really want to try to do more more. You couldn't of that. really get like a more prominent position in. I know, um, and the thing because it was it was just supposed to be like for. Yeah, two months or something. So I said, fuck it, I'm just going to put my name massively. I'm going to get my £10,000 worth advertising for three months. And the thing is, like, the, the actually, the. Um, and so it was like three months later, like, they say, oh, actually, the advertising is not going through. So the building is going to be there for four years. So I, yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, 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 no, hopefully, yeah, yeah. You must have got more work from that because it, because so, of yeah. its prominence there and your name being so big. Yeah, 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 no, I think, yeah, I mean, like, I had, like, a few, yeah, few projects. I think I really want to, like, now, I just, like, I just really want to work, like, almost with school or, like, a community. I mean, like, ideally, I'd love to do, like, some council estate or I think that would be, like, the ultimate. You, you did a school, though, didn't you? It's yeah, you did yeah, a playground, yeah. which was really nice. It seemed really apt. And yeah, how, well, how did the kids take to that? But that's the thing, it was quite funny because, uh, again, the you. same woman, yeah, the, I mean, it was, like, the same woman, like, the introduced me to her husband she said and I told her I, said, I really want to do school she said well should I ask the people in my school like her kids are in the school so they, she has a um, teacher the head teacher and and um, like two or three weeks later I just 
did a proposal and they said, yes, we can do it. And then the parents painted white. The parents were supposed to come and paint, but actually they were coming with their kids and they were, like, they make, they were make, making a mess and Paint stuff. party. So yeah, but then it was quite funny because I mean, before that, before we, before, um, so the, the original drawing on the, on the wall were like uh, made in the 70s and they were like all this like a uh, brown fish and like mermaid and all that, but like, yeah, like a, old and and I just like and it's so they, when they were painted all white like the, it was like primary school and they came and said oh what are you gonna gonna do next and uh, and we start doing like really basic triangle and I was also uh, designing on the, my computer because uh, we didn't have much time so I was again like so the, you were doing it in situ you were kind of much, reacting yeah. I mean, so, to what yeah, was there I mean I was kind of we did kind of some of the painting we knew what I was doing but some of them like I just still have to finish it on 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 the side so I was sitting on their really low table and all of these kids were like screaming like it was kind of full on to play with the, I mean to work with with them around but they were all behind me and say okay well I'll try it was quite nice to have actually their opinion on the so, on so the, they were kind of yeah. like <laughs> making decisions I thought they were, well. well, was a red triangle I'm not too sure but like yellow would be much better and uh, yeah it was really nice they didn't like much black and white but I was trying to justify myself say well a bit of black and white when it's a lot of color it kind of like makes the color pop about more, yeah. about more. Um, so yeah, but yeah, it was a nice. Uh, I think I really did. Definitely, I think school is a good, um, good project to do. I'd like to because it's more. interesting because um, I wonder in terms of like kids, you kind of might expect kids to want like really three dimensional space themes or something yeah. like that, a bit <laughs> yeah, more exactly. future because it's kind of it's quite retro in a way, isn't it, to our childhood? Yeah. But, um, but they still they still appreciated and, rea know, and responded yeah. to it. That's the thing I really like that. I just say it was really nice to have them. Um, Involved and like um, and actually like I've got like these three. I need to do, like a big proposal for like a like three school in Arlo, and it's the same. as the art teacher contact me and uh, she said, oh, you have to come in the school. And I mean like apparently they've got like a really bad grade, and apparently in Arlo is like where you got the most uh, unemployed parents. Anyway, I went there and it was like she. I left. It was so depressing. Like all of the curtains were closed. Like the, like. Like where they eat, like it's, everything is really brown again from the 70s. But the good thing is, like, yeah, I'm supposed to be able to do something in the school. And I just really want to, then I just really want to have the kids involved. And it's almost like I want to teach them some really basic basic geometry. Like, yeah. I'll just like teach them how to do like a parallel line or like, a, you know, like a triangle. And just like, I just want them to be able to paint. You could start them off and then they could do the whole thing. Yeah. Like yeah. a massive wrap of yeah. everything. I think it would be nice. Yeah, ultimately, I just like to do something with the kids. I think it's a, yeah. Yeah, good project. Do you, find, do you find when you're managing these big teams that you, it works well, or, or you, do you think you work better solo? Uh, no, I really like working with people. I don't know if like I'm always the best to work with, but um, I think yeah, just like it's just sometimes it's called like, Julia, which is in the room, she probably could say something about it. But I think it's quite yeah, it's just quite hard to be. I think I've got like so many. I mean, building was quite easy actually. It just was nice because the building was quite, the design was quite simple. But um, I, I started by myself. But like when you got like a big scale, um, I think it's really nice to be uh, working with people. But I just, yeah, I guess it, you just have to learn. It's like almost like a different job, like to kind of learn how to manage. Yeah. I um, find that the hardest thing is managing yeah, yeah. people. I'm quite, I'm quite solo generally. And, yeah, quite happy we, that way, but you have to delegate at some point, and it's. I find that still quite it's hard. It's quite difficult. Yeah, we always. Talking about something, yeah, remember we were saying like we, like a design, for example, I find it really hard to design with someone else. And we were talking about that when last time we met, like it would be nice to kind of like almost come up with some concept, like a, uh, almost like an exercise for the two of us because you like doing your own design and I'm the same. I just find it quite hard to design with someone else. It would be nice to. Uh, yeah, I think some people really like that kind of brainstorming thing. And I actually find that really horrific until I've got an idea and then yeah. I feel like I've got something to say because it's almost like I have to come up with about 90% shit first and then I'm, then yeah. I'm, then I'm ready. 
ready to kind of talk about something that I think is okay. So, but, but a lot of people work the opposite and they need to brainstorm and that's the spark. Yeah. But it's the opposite for me. I kind of have to be buried, buried away until I'm ready. Like straight, straight away? What do you mean? No, I have to, I have to, I need some time to think things through before I can kind of start do talking it, yeah. about it. But I know a lot of people work the opposite. So for me, that's not, I hate that no. situation. I just find like for me like the way of uh, like uh, whenever like uh, yeah something for me like uh, or um, say okay you have to design or you, we we need, you got a deadline and we, you have to come up with some ideas I just find like it's quite terrifying to, like, you, every time you kind of start to do a design I just find like the first few could be like a few days or like a week or and it's like you can't come it's nothing I mean I don't know about you but like I find it really hard to come up with such good design and it takes a long time to kind of like and when it finally happen. Actually yeah, really it's nice. not something. It's not a nine to five, is it? Design. It's never. Yeah. You can't just do that within those working hours. It's. It happens at some point, and there's no way of preempting when it'll hit the little spark. But um, you hope it does, and generally yeah. it does. But it's usually, really at the last minute. <laughs> yeah, because do you work as well? I mean, you do you you just do your own you do your own design, or you also obviously do stuff for people, or you work for like you did like a uh, you did like a. Um, was this bar? Well, I've done. I do. Dark room is like my main job, yeah. I guess, and that's my is my nine to five. But even dark room design, I do most of that in my own time because when you're there, it's just you know you get an email and everything yeah. changes, and you've got answering the phones, and it's just running a business. Um, but for me, it's always been quite important to do work outside of that context as well, mm. and so doing spatial stuff or doing different commissions and just keeping interested really so yeah I've done bars and I've done at the moment I'm doing a series of record sleeves for yeah, so a guy designed to Sony which is painting spaces and photographing them we might do garments and things like that Amazing. but it's just kind of good to use a different part of your brain I guess then the shop is great and it's really nice to have this kind of um, marketplace you design put stuff put it out and yeah. people hopefully buy it and it's mm. really immediate and it's a really kind of honest transaction but it's um, it's nice also to think about different because after five years that's it's, you, you're kind of doing yeah. the same thing but you're doing different things for that same problem but you want different problems to solve. Yeah, and I think it's I mean like for me like yeah I just really want like when every time I see something from you just on a bigger scale I just love it and I just think it would be really nice to see more of it like but it's nice to see yeah like you say like this uh, uh, the project you are doing at the moment or like I remember like years ago you did like and now everyone is almost doing it but you know the tiles you did like this big wall. When was oh, it was on Portobello Road, and then oh, that was my—it was my favourite project. Amazing, and then yeah. the, the the company only lasted a year or something. We did this tiled mural, and it was—I um, was really proud of it. And then the company went bust, and okay. like got taken over by mm. who's—I can't remember the bad. Anyway, they were like a minimal company, and then they painted over it, oh. and I was like really gutted. But it's just one of those things. But um, it was really nice to, and that was all about the client. Really, the client was just you know do whatever you want, and mm, he was yeah. really brave and. That's a big part of it, usually, is the client as much as yourself, isn't it? Having the, the nerve to say yes. Yeah. Especially when it was, like, big outdoor, you know, kind of commitment as well. But, um, yeah, that was yeah that was my dream job. But yeah. then, it's you know, it sparks off other stuff and people see that and you hope that something's permanent. But some things are just a moment in time and yeah. that's just how you have to accept it. But, um, so what, what do you think you could... What will it be, like, your dream, uh, like, a bigger scale project? For me, it, the next thing is um, my own house. I think yeah. my own place. Um, trying to get to the point where we get planning permission to do get a bigger space that we can make more of a permanent home. Myself and my boyfriend, Jean. And um, that, for me, is like so exciting yeah. to kind of actually do. I've done my own places before, but I've been renting for a couple of years um, and got out of the, the thing. And to have something that I can do, something more Feels, permanent, yeah. and literally do anything is really exciting. But... Yeah, we've still got to get through planning, yeah, nice. <laughs> which is...
not guaranteed. Yeah. Nice. Um, so you should have spoken about clients, managing clients. So who would you say no to and under what circumstances? Would you turn, like, what circumstances would you turn down for? Um, I've, I've turned, I mean, before I did Darkroom, I had a design consultancy. Um, it was more like branding and um, that kind of, it's quite a big umbrella term, I guess, an art direction things. And I did turn down McDonald's once. Um, but I just didn't, I just thought, no. I could, yeah, I saw dollar signs, but I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. But generally, if it's someone, that, um, if it's an interesting project, it doesn't matter how small it is as well. I'll, never, I'll always give someone the time of day if they're small and it's interesting, they've got a vision. But um, yeah, that's the one I turned down, which is why I'm still renting. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, I guess things kind of just, I don't know, you just have to, it's... You're just really good at what you do. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be quite, I don't know, it's always, there's always a bit of to and fro, and there's always a bit of a slight, um, you have to kind of let go of some things, I guess, but that's why I walked away from having a design studio full-time, because you're always at someone's beck and call and mercy, whereas having a shop, you can just do what you want, really. Right. To a certain extent, it's still a commercial venture, but you can design for yourself and what you want to do and hopefully someone buys it, but there's a point where having clients control is, it gets a bit much. <laughs> yeah, I was actually just gonna ask Camille, um, when you collect inspiration as you go around your life, like do you do it in your head or do you have a way to organize stuff online? Like do you have a Pinterest board or do you have like a phone full of photos and stuff? Yeah, um, yeah, I've got like a, yeah, I guess collect images. I usually, I like, yeah, if I travel, I just like take pictures of things I like. And yeah, and I'm like, the thing is like, just like at the moment when you were, just I love, I love to spend time on sketchbook or like having a bit of time like to kind of draw or like do collage. I'm not, and um, because yeah, most of the time I work on my computer. I work on my computer or I will paint, which is nice to have the balance of like, Working in front of the computer and having the physical hard um, work, I think I like I like the balance of the two. But like for, to, for me to come up with some new concept, um, I just like to spend time on the yeah, sketchbook. And usually the only time I do it, like if I go on holidays or if I when I go traveling and I just I will do like first things in the morning. I will just like I've got almost like a little routine where I will just have an hour or one hour and a half or two, just like in the morning first things, having a coffee and do my collage, and then usually that's how it works. Yeah. We've got five more minutes, if there's any more questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I've read somewhere you, uh, one of your clients was Nintendo. Just curious what sort of work did you, you did for them? I think like, oh yeah, Nintendo was like, yeah, a few years ago. It was like this uh, advertising, no, this com um, event company, I think, and like, I think they were, was quite, that's the thing, like, was quite, when they give me like a brief, I was a bit confused because I didn't really know what they like about my work that could fit with a Nintendo. Um, but they just asked me to decorate, like, it was like a venue, they were doing like an event for the launch of one of the game, and they just wanted to kind of incorporate my pattern in the Nintendo world. Which I don't know. <laughs> um, well, it wasn't a package design or? No, 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 yeah, I just, I just like kind of come and decorate a place. Because I, I did that, just like, it was like more like a, um, I quite like do like transforming a place, like a pop-up, and if you gave me a, a room or, the idea was just like to transform the place and just like, um, yeah, bring, pattern, but except normally I do my own work and it was quite weird to bring the little Nintendo people in Mario Bros. And <laughs> but I did it, I guess. Cool. No, I'm just curious if you used to work with the games industry. No, 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 no. no. Sure. 
I just say it was like, um, um, yeah, so like it just took me a lot. Yeah, when I finished uni, I was doing my little pattern and cushion and selling them in the market, on Broadway market, or uh, which was quite hard. I, wor I work on the side in a restaurant. And all of a sudden, this guy like uh, owned the nightclub in Soayo in uh, Shoreditch. I think we had a friend in common, or I don't know, he just saw my work from somewhere, but I'd never done anything like that before. And he just, um, um, he just said, oh, I've got, I can't remember how much was his budget, but he gave me his, his budget and say, I'd like you to decorate. So like his, the ground floor was a nightclub and upstairs you got like a massive room, which probably like double this room. And he said to me, you got this amount of money, you do whatever you want with it, or you go wild, or, or you just do like, maybe you save some money and just paint it. And I just like went wide and I just like did everything I could do. And it was like really nice because he was like, and at the time it was nice because he was like proper, I don't know, it was a mix of like 80s, so it's primary colors and black and white, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, primary color, black and white. A lot of like, obviously, uh, sorts, yeah, so prints like sorts as like um, Memphis, and um, and it was just nice because I'd never done anything like that before. So I was I was going there with my photocopy of like pattern and put them on the wall and say, oh, like different scale and different colors, and we just kind of judge. Um, which one I was think it it's, I don't know, I think coming from a background that isn't what you end up doing is actually quite interesting though because you might naively go into a project without any prior, yeah. kind of, you haven't been kind of institutionalised into what an interior designer be, yeah, is, you kind yeah. of come with a fresh perspective and I think that's how things move and progress in, in an industry mm. and I think sometimes people don't like it that you're not trained but I think generally that's where creative Maybe it yeah, happens. A bit more. I think at yeah. the time I saw it, I'm really bad, I remember the name, but it was um, in, um, what do you call it, in um, Venice Biennale. I don't know if you know this German. Um, it's like, it did the cafeteria at the time. It was like really like uh, black and white. Do you know this guy? No. Yeah, I know, I think he's an artist, but he did like the, um, it, it was like in a Biennale and all of his, like, he did like the old cafeteria of the, of the, the, of the Biennale was like black and white pattern from the floor to the ceiling. And it, that was my kind of like reference of, uh, I just, I just wanted to do something like a clash of pattern, but trying to make them work somehow together. And I think that was, for me, that was like the hardest part. Like, obviously that was like different, working with different scale of pattern and colors. Um, just, you just wanted to try to make it work It was together. amazing. Yeah, yes, it was really happy. so mind blowing. But there. again, this one was like, yeah, you know, when you say about your ties work, like for me, it was like the first project and, I, and it only stayed three months in there. And then they moved, they changed uh, the owner and they kind of like took everything down, which was quite heartbroken. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, no, it was, yeah, that was, a that was how it started anyway. And then it's funny because for me, it was like, because when I was doing my cushion, I was like, yeah, I like it, but it was like, I was not really, uh, it wasn't really vibrating in there. But when I did this project, and it just took, I, I don't know, it was like back and forth to see this guy, and it was like, and it was really, believe, yeah, it was trusting me, which was really nice because I just didn't really know what I was doing. And like every week, every week I was coming with my new kind of ideas, or what can we do that? And we're like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. And um, and when the launch, when it was the opening of the place, we're like, I could see all of these people having an amazing time in the place I create. And obviously, yeah, everyone was a bit like, I mean, it was like a kind of a nightclub, but, but it was just, yeah, it was the best feeling ever. I think I was, I had chicken skin, I was like, I can't, yeah, I just, that's what I want to do. Um, yeah, just creating big space, big um, where people can enjoy themselves. I think that was. Yeah, nice purpose in life, I think. Uh, Camille, I know you said the 80s are a big influence, but do you look at the work of Andriana as someone who influenced your work now? Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. I mean, I think it's just like... Um, yeah, I mean, I've, obviously you go like, we all got different... Uh, you know Mondrian went to see the end of ballet? Did he's, he? Yeah, he's, oh, wow. he's seen that. So there's, there's again, that, okay. there's that crossover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's kind of bold uh, black line. Uh, yeah. 
can see, um, you can see this. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, definitely Mondrian is a big, uh, I mean, Bauhaus, uh, De Stitz, you know, it's all a yeah, strong influence as well. Uh, I'm going to say thank you so much yeah. to Camille yeah. and Rhonda. Thank you all for coming this evening. <laughs> big round of applause to them both.